and then you got to do like the Cinemax music. <laughs> All right. Oh. You know what I'm talking about though? In the movie theaters, it's like THX. Yeah. Dude. Oh, I actually went to the movie theater. You know what? We'll talk about that in the You're show. You're full of shit. You didn't go to the movie theater. We'll talk about it in the show. All right. We'll all right, all right. talk Go, about it first thing. I mute. Is this a show mute. right now? Or do we just no, talk about it right now? No, no, no. I mean, maybe. You know, yeah. Do you know? You no, know, no. We got to do the intro. We got to do the intro. Hold on. Well, yeah. Do the intro. Full Circle is brought to you by KH Industries, Connecticut's leading neighborhood landscaper. Check them out on Facebook for a quote today. All right, that's enough of that. Guys, <laughs> season two, episode <laughs> 29. The intro, full, Fred. Do you mind? Season two, episode 29 of Full Circle with Nick and Fred. I'm your host, Fred. I'm your co-host, Nick, who's disappointed that his co-host, Fred, didn't play the whole intro. <laughs> yo, yo, we've been playing that. People can pretty much recite it by now. I mean, I'll but probably- Or if there's a new listener, you never know. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Guys, this is for the new listener. Sorry, I cut it off. Here we go, Mr. Lou, Mr. or Mrs. or he, she, new listener. Hang on. Full Circle is brought to you by KH Industries, Connecticut's leading neighborhood landscaper. Check them out on Facebook for a quote today. Welcome to Full Circle with Nick and Fred, your favorite podcast for pop culture, sports, internet stories, and more. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Fred. Thank you. I think that people enjoyed that. I did what I could. I do what the people want, you know, and we do be growing. So I guess it doesn't hurt to throw the intro in there. I want to repeat myself, guys, because Nick just threw off my whole mojo. My mojo is gone. It is out the window, guys. Season two, episode 29 of Full Circle, Nick and Fred. I'm your host, Fred. I'm your co-host, Nick. He's here, guys. Nick Sawa in the, I don't even, I was going to say flesh, but that's not how this works. So straight up. Connecticut's favorite host, guys, Nick Saul, guys. Get a round of applause, round of applause. Oh, thank you. I'm clapping for myself. Uh, yeah, but, I would. Fred, so you're going to keep that little intro thing before the intro, before both the intros, you're going to keep that in the show? We're yeah, talking about probably. Movies? I don't know. We'll All right, keep it in, keep it in because. Yeah, who, who knows? We're feeling spicy this week. I don't know. We haven't done We haven't done a show in two weeks. I know. I know. Welcome back. And happy New Year, Fred, by the way. Happy New Year to our listeners. I didn't even think of that. Happy New Year, Yo, our listeners. Facts. Happy New Year's to yourself, Nick. Any New Year's resolution, my guy? Um, actually, I have one. It is uh to cut down how much soda I drink. Have I, you been I, doing committed to that before, or is this brand new for you? What's what? So what are you with that? I used to. All right. So before the pandemic ever happened, I was cutting down. I was doing a good job. Once the pandemic happened, I was just sitting at home all the time. Uh, bad habits came back, and that was one of them. I started drinking a lot more soda, but I'm slowly coming back. Slowly coming really back. I can't relate to that. I'm done a lot better with that or trying to, but I mean, I, you know, I committed to doing salads for lunch, like trying to do better. And now like my eating habits are getting crazy and whatever, like the, you know, just been busy with the holidays and everything. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have that freshman 15. I'm going to have to uh, lose again this year. So be what it be. I mean, the thing, <laughs> you gotta be, <laughs> I, I was going to make some joke about you not finishing the call. I was like, it's, done. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's a worn out. But, joke. um, yeah, do you have any New Year's resolutions? You know? I don't do. I don't really do them because I don't commit. I'm ex- I mean, I, I got a lot of big things possibly happening this year, so I'm super excited. Uh, that, oh, that's I've it. Heard. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm not. I'm not going to jinx it. I won't talk about it till it's a little bit more legit. But um, seems seems like it's in the right direction. So a lot of big news coming for me this year. I'll talk about it on podcast. You know, I do memoirs. Um, Fred who. First poll question, real quick, before I get into what I'm about to talk about. Do you do New Year's resolutions? Yes or no? I mean, I got it on the outline already, Nikki. Nick, Ooh. scroll down a little bit. Yeah, I was Ooh. all over that. Now, here's the question, though. Do we do it? Do you have New Year's resolutions like a poll, or do we do it like tell us your New Year's resolutions? How do you want to do this? Let's do both. Let's do both. If you're listening to this right, right now, tell us your New Year's resolutions. Mine is drinking less soda. I got to I gotta drink less soda. I was, you know, yeah, let's all all leave right. it at that. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. I can't spell resolution. That's fine. Whatever. All right. So, all right, Nick, I want to jump in the show. We got a ton of mini topics for you guys today. Uh, a lot going on with the new year. Um, you guys, if you watch football, you saw Antonio Brown foreshadowing 2022. It's where we're at. Okay. Uh, but we'll get into that later. Um, Nick, I have to jump on this. Okay. So, you know, I'm a big Snapchatter, right? Like I said, that's how I get you your TikToks. That's how I keep you up with the times. Yeah. You know how, you know how I'd be snapping, right? Yeah. Um, 
Did you know that there's like an audio feature? I mean, I, I think I knew it was there, but I like never used it where you literally hold the little microphone and you can just send like voice voiceovers, voice little memos to people. Did you I know did that was a not. thing? No, I Dude, mean, I don't know if my sick. old phone has that. I forgot. You got like the iPhone like one. You got Negative the iPhone seven. BC. You got the BC Yo, iPhone. <laughs> I am getting a new phone anytime now. Did you order one? What are you, what are you doing? Uh, I just got to go to the store and get a new one. I just, you um, know, I've been busy right. slash, you know, I don't, I don't Santa didn't go bring out. you a phone? Were you, did you get some coal for being a butthead this year or what? Or what? No, year? Santa's getting me a phone. Yeah. Mr. Oh, old Sandy Claus. Oh yeah, dude. Okay. Scott Calvin coming in clutch. Oh, side note. I don't have this in there either. I watched those, uh, Christmas Chronicles and oh. what was his name? Hella good Santa Claus. Not going to oh. lie. Yeah, what is it? We were, was it Kurt Russell, it? right? Is it Kurt Russell? Yeah. It is, it is Kurt Russell. Hella good Santa Claus. Leanna was right. I got to give her credit. It was more of a conversation than I thought, but decent movie. Decent movie. A little corny here and there, but decent movie. Decent movie. So just want to throw that out there. Uh, but yeah, no, back to the – I'm getting derailed because we have so much to talk about, Nick. Snapchat audio feature. You got to use it. Guys, if you use the Snapchat audio feature, let us know. But literally, it's like if you're in the chat with like one person or a group of people – like I have one with my brother and a couple of friends and I'll just be like nerds and I'll like literally just do that. And then it play, they can hit play and it'll like just blow up their eardrums. I find oh, that yeah. so much better. You know what? I have, I have used this before. I'm currently using it right now to send you one, Fred. Oh God. Do I open it right here on air, Nick? No, no, you don't need to. Just so <laughs> it will repeat exactly what I just said. Uh, all right. Yeah. But yeah, audio feature guys on Snapchat, use it more. If you snap me particularly, Guys, snap me more, okay, with the audio feature. That stuff's goofy. I kind of like it's got like a walkie-talkie vibe. Getting hyped just thinking about it. But yeah, Nick, so you're gonna use that more or you don't think so? Um, only maybe to you. Maybe like maybe when I'm pooping, I'll send you some poop noises. That's about it. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's what it's there for. <laughs> that's what it's there for. All right, but yeah, that's that's it. Um, Nick, I'm gonna blend two of mine together. I don't think I put it on here, but I want to talk about uh, it. Kind of led into our polls this from the past week, so we'll get into it. But you're trying to tell me you went to the movies. Yeah, I'm so buying it. What were we talking about it. before? Yes, I went to the movies for the first time in years. And let me tell you, when was the last time you went to the movies? September. Oh wait, no, I'm just kidding. I genuinely could not tell you the last time I went to a movie theater. I think it was in Winston Salem, maybe. Let I don't me know. tell you. The movie theaters have changed, Fred. Tell me how, Nick. Tell me how. Every single seat is a nice, comfy leather chair that you would find in like your living room or family room. This sounds like a Connecticut thing. Is this in Buckland Hills? Where'd you Buckland go? Buckland Hills, yes. Every single seat was a reclinable leather chair that had a little tray table that like swiveled and would go in front of you. So you can literally have your popcorn like on a little thing in front of you like you're at home. And it was amazing. It was okay. such a good experience, and I saw the uh, great movie. You know what movie I saw? I was going to say, I'm asking, what movie did you see? What did you see? American Underdog, the Kurt Warner movie. Oh, it was my God. So good. <laughs> I knew you were going to see that. Guys, we all know Nick's an L.A. Rams fan, but before, okay, before they were in L.A., they were St. Louis. Kurt Warner's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He played for them, and they made a movie about him, and Nick says it's good. Nick, give me a number. Nick, give me an old IG Matt movie rating. I'm going to give that a 4.6 out of 5. Damn, that's pretty hefty. Dude, it is really good. You don't even you don't even need to like football to like the movie though, all right? I'm not t- I'm, it's not like a football movie. It's just a good movie. movie. Good feel yeah. good American story movie. Yeah, it is. It is insane, dude. His story, I'm guessing like do you know his story, dude? He's probably not. You should go see I the movie. It. I didn't know a lot about it, but I knew he has faced a lot more adversity than most understand. Most people like Kurt Warner is kind of a clean cut, um, successful guy. So people see him and kind of think that he didn't go through a lot, but he did. Oh yeah. I mean, you know what guys go see the movie American underdog. I'm not going to even, I don't want to give any spoilers because some of you might not know the story at all. So I don't want to ruin it because it's kind of part of, you know, the movie, but go watch the movie. Yeah, it's good. It's really good, it. but the movie theaters are are really good now. It makes me want to go see the movies more now. I was for an experience, you know. Obviously, you can watch it at home, but an experience. You go there is a nice, comfy chair, you know. Maybe maybe you don't have a nice, comfy chair at home. Boom, you're good. I don't disagree with you. I think that's a move. I know a lot of them are doing that now, like the restaurant style too. You can like order food now. Some of them are getting crazy. Um, Nick, I went. I'm just gonna build off of that real quick, real quick. We'll keep it moving. Uh, I went and saw Spider Man. Um, I've been wanting to see Spider-Man since it came out. I would have gone over the weekend wait, if wait. I could find tickets. Hold up. I'm sorry. You just went to see at the theaters actually, right? Yes. 
So remember yes, recently when I asked you when was the last time you went to the movie theater and you said September? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I meant like before that, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I didn't okay. want, yeah. No, I, I, up until Spider-Man, I cannot tell you the last time I went to a movie theater. Wait, so how was the theater experience? Like, all right, explain. Well, yeah. that, all right, no, well, I, I mean, obviously, small town USA, right? This is in Smithfield. I went and saw it with my parents, Smithfield, North Carolina, okay? Shout out Smithfield, like, bacon and all them. They make the products out there. So middle of nowhere, it's near like, uh, it's near, like the Tanger outlets they got down there, Nick. So it's kind of tucked away, and I thought it'd be busy because of where it is, but no one knows that it's behind the outlet. So, like, there was no one there. Like, let me, let me, like, basically, I went and saw this brand new movie, Spider Man, hype as fuck. I could react in the theater, and I think there was like 15 people in there. So we're all laughing at the same time. It's a bunch of chill people who wanted to see it, but they didn't want to go with the crowd. So, yeah, man, got loaded up. They were doing deals, like you said. So it was like, I think we, me and Cassie, I mean, it's still expensive because movie theater, but we got like popcorn, um, two sodas, and like a candy for like a, like a combo option and then yeah i mean the theater wasn't crazy you know what i mean it was like a home-owned one or a, a locally owned one a family-owned and it, it didn't have all the other seats and stuff but like no one was in there super chill vibes wicked nice employees because Cass came out and slammed into me nick not my popcorn all over the floor and the employees were like nah i got it i'm like i don't mind sweeping that up and they're like nah we got it shout out to the two employees at the door they were lit um but yeah it was back to the movie bet personally i was like there's no way this movie's gonna live up to the hype guys Leanna said it last week. I'll say it this week. If you are a superhero fan, um, even if you're not like overly Marvel, but you like Spider-Man or the superhero movies, it's the legacy in this for me. It wraps up all that Spider-Man is. It's emotional. It's a roller coaster. It's funny at times. This is by far one of my favorite Marvel movies, and I I am so glad that I spent the money to see it. I can't even – I don't want to spoil nothing. I know it's still relatively new for most people. I'll give it another month or so. But, wow. Just wow. Out of five, let's hear the rating. No BS, Nick. I would give it a solid. Of, of all the movies I've ever seen that like wrap a storyline together, like you know how Marvel is famous for that. Like they, they do all the movies separately, and then it's like, oh, one big hoorah. This was probably the best like hoorah of all of them, in my opinion. I, I re- it really rounded out, gave closure. I I truly feel this is like a four point nine or a five point on my scale. Whoa. Yeah, I will be watching this repeatedly. I was so just happy it was written well it was the the scenes were amazing the acting was great there's there's nothing else to it that's it that's it so that's uh, that you're not getting a call right i was but it's okay it's not important so oh yeah i just, I just know you were getting a call before i just wanted to make yeah, sure no no no, yeah, no yeah, yeah, wow 5.0 wow i'm gonna put the american underdog out of six cent or whatever because it's better than whatever crap movie you know uh, i'm gonna tell you this movie. too and crap. you got me thinking i've said it before and i know I'm, I'm rambling here but there's only three movies i would ever give a 5-0 rating or a 4-9 rating and there's three of them the social network if you guys have never seen the social network i'm obsessed with that movie i will watch that time and time again i can never see it enough that goes as well with interstellar and i am adding spider-man no way home to that list where is forgetting sarah marshall or euro trip <laughs> Those those are like comedies, but like the story is corny as hell. So those are probably like a three point five to a four, or th- maybe like a three point seven to a four point two somewhere in there. But like I'm talking like all around like emotional encapsulating. I like movies that make you think. I would even put Shutter Island higher. I put Shutter Island at like a four point six, four point seven. I love Shutter Island. It's dark, um, but I love you know what I mean. Like those are my top. I always said I can't find my favorite movies. I don't have a favorite, but I got I got like a handful that are just. Mm. Well, just in case anyone was wondering why I brought up those two movies in particular, anytime back in <laughs> like high school or right out of high school that you slept over Fred's house, though one of those two movies played, no matter what, even if you slept over like the night before, I, I'm putting on Sarah, Sarah Marshall again. They're pretty much yes. a staple. And they're good movies. Both super crude sexual humor, and that's right up my alley. There's no other way to explain it. So if you want to see them, go see them. Highly recommend it. Nick, you like the movies. Like, no BS. They're decent movies, right? No, they are good. I do like those kind of movies, but it's just funny. Every single time we're we're watching those movies. Yeah, no, it's it's a staple. It is, and I absolutely live for it. Um, But yeah, yo, speaking of, like, crudeness, did you see uh, the Paps Blue Ribbon Twitter account? Nick, my team at PBR is doing things in 2022. Tell the people what's going on. I did see this. I did see this. Yes. So um, apparently, for those of you who didn't know or didn't hear about this or didn't see it on Twitter, someone at the social media team for Paps Blue Ribbon, which is a beer, for those of you who know that. PBR. 
they had they had an employee go rogue on the <laughs> social media team, and he yeah, there's some strange tweets that came out this past Monday. Not uh, just like three prepared. or four guys, a plethora of wild tweets, a plethora like responding to everyone. So it all started with this one, and first of all, they're all inspired because apparently January is dry January, you know, which is you know don't drink alcohol and PBR sells alcohol, so that's not good for them. So the first tweet was not drinking this January. Try eating ass. <laughs> yes, that was a legitimate tweet from like a, a huge, Twitter. huge company. Yep. So someone then. Re- <laughs> So it wasn't just that tweet, as Fred said. There were a bunch of other tweets. So someone replied to them. So they replied, PBR or ass? What's the difference? And PBR replied to this person. <laughs> ask, your say mom. Yeah, ask your mom. So and then funny. the next tweet replying to their own tweet, and dad. <laughs> That's awesome. So this person just went crazy. And... They also had a ridiculous wet January tweet, and it was his picture. All right, I found the pic. I, I had trouble finding the picture before the show, but I found it. I'll have. Uh, I'll make sure we put it out on Instagram so you guys can see it. But it was a wet January tweet, and it's like the PBR logo, and it's got dolphins and water and like jet skis everywhere. It's ridiculous. It's something you would think a parody account would do, but no, the actual Paps Blue Ribbon. Twitter account tweeted certified it. verified guys they put this stuff up I guys I, you know how I feel about political correctness I'm all about this I could not be more about this situation I love it Wendy's used to clap at people like oh yeah you like McDonald's you must be a loser like stuff like that it was very rare but it happened and or like Taco Bell over Wendy's not that garbage like goofy stuff PBR is taking it to the next level I hope they keep it going uh, Nick, there's another one I told you about a while back. I don't know if it was on the show last year, but Jimmy's Seafood in Baltimore, they will clap. Oh, yeah, yeah. They will clap very hard. And they're very clear on like who they support and who supports them. And I'm just – I love the openness. I, I, I do. I, I don't care how crude it is. I think it's amazing. What do you think? I think it's good, but I don't know if you heard what I said. It was a rogue employee. They are very much fired. PBR oh, yeah, did sure. not approve this. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw this. A couple – Slim Jim – actually like responded to them they got in on it and they responded legal must have off until the fourth because it was on the third one they were tweeting. <laughs> that's, and then some clearance, some funny. random food delivery app waiter without an e i guess that's how they spell it <laughs> that's don't, sick. don't we, I, like we say here don't do those food delivery apps i don't support them i shouldn't even say that but they said we don't eat what we don't deliver and we don't deliver that <laughs> Which is, uh, if you remember their tweet, uh, no, not drinking this January, try eating ass. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's absolute gold, gold. Three gold stars for PBR guys. Uh, three gold stars. Um, there, there's not, there's nothing else to be said there. Uh, I'm gonna go in the exact opposite direction, Nick. And I did hear about this as well. And I'm sad, and I don't know what it's gonna mean for the show. I didn't read the details, so I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it. But Joe Gatto, guys, is leaving Impractical Jokers. I don't know if you're big and practical Jokers fan, but he is insane. Like, I think Joe was probably the most fearless of the three at like doing challenges and like doing stuff that oh, was yeah. like a little bit more cringe. So I was a huge fan of Joe. I don't know how the show's going to go on without him. I don't know if they're going to continue to air the show. Uh, Nick, what are the details on that one? Yeah. So basically, uh, this past Monday, uh, January third, Joe Gatto he made an Instagram post and it was like a big long one and. To summarize that, he basically saying he's having issues in his personal life and he needed to step away to focus on his uh, kids because unfortunately him and his wife are divorcing. So unfortunately stepping away, but like you said, you're wondering what's happening for the show. The Impractical Jokers, the other members came out and had a statement saying that they will keep the show going. They love making everyone laugh. They're obviously very sad Joe's leaving, but the show is still going on, which is good news to hear. It's a hot take. Hot take. That's gonna be my uh that's gonna be my next poll. I don't know how many votes we'll get, how many of you guys actually watch that show, but would you continue to watch Impractical uh Impractical Jokers without Joe? I will, but I agree with you, dude. He was he was like the boldest. Like, you know, if there's like a there's like a challenge and you're like, mm, and no one else will really do it. Joe's gonna do it. Joe's yeah, Joe so gonna funny. do it. Yeah, if he's presented with the choice of like, here's the easy out, he won't take it. And uh, I, I don't know. I just think he's the more of the goofier of the three. And I'm curious. Now, I can't think of the other guy's name, the very Italian looking dude. Uh, uh, Sal? Dude. 
Sal, not, is it Sal? Yeah, yeah, Sal. He's scared of everything. Yeah, yeah Sal, Sal is scared of everything. He's funny, but I don't think he'll be able to hold the show together. Like, it's going to be a very interesting dynamic. Well, there are three of them. No, I think, no, they're still going to do good. Well, who's the little one? Murr. I love Murr, too. Murr's Mur, funny. Mur, Dude, they're all good. Sal. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of Murr. Oh, Q. Q is the other one with a big oh, yeah. beard. Sal, Murr, and, and uh, Murr. Yeah. Salmer and Q, they're going to do fine. I mean, you know what's kind of sad, dude? If you're going to go back and rewatch shows, it, every episode, you know, in their little intro starts off with four lifelong friends. Right. But now it's only three. Yeah, I wonder if they'll keep that or like change it. One they'll have to go change it to three. Different. That's sad. Now, I want to say, too, if you never watched Impractical Jokers and you're like, what the hell are they talking about? Here's a good old fashioned full circle Google it segment. Um, guys, their best bit by far okay they went to foxwoods casino in connecticut and freaking sal had his punishment for losing the the episode they do like challenges and whoever loses has to do big punishment quote unquote sal had to yell bingo even though he didn't have bingo at a casino with a bunch of old spiteful people and like after the third time he yells bingo and not and doesn't have it people actually start getting mad at him like asking him <laughs> to be escorted out and stuff it's the funniest bit i've seen on that show by far and it was in our home state so i have to bring that up but google it guys and practical jokers bingo foxwoods casino um but oh my god nick have you seen that bit yes dude that is so funny i gotta watch a show i haven't seen mm-hmm. the most recent ones but it's so good and one last thing i have to say fred which uh because i i barstool had an article about this and they brought this up and it made me curious because you know, I know you haven't mentioned this yet. You know, in Practical Jokers, one person loses, they always have to do something big. What if this, this is just a big prank? What do you mean? What if like, what's you know, like prank? tonight's tonight, Joe's uh, this this episode's biggest loser, and he has to uh, pretend he's quitting the show. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I it wouldn't put it past those guys. They've done that before too. Though. They've done they've done big stuff. There's one where I think um, Sal had to marry someone's sister. Yeah, he or, did. Or whatever. And no, they, no, they someone else got married. Someone, no, yeah, someone else's sister got married. But it like legally happened for like five minutes, and then they like actually shut it down. But it oh, happened, yeah. like for real. So they don't play around. Um, very interesting, very interesting. But yeah, Practical Jokers for sure. Love that show, guys. Speaking of bad looks, okay, like I know Joey's leaving Practical Jokers. We're like, oh, the show must go on. I heard of the worst luck humanly possible, <laughs> and I, I can't. I'm glad Nick found this article. Um, but this is absolutely just nuts it's nuts there is an italian uh mafia ma- like italian mafia boss who went missing for almost two decades guys we're talking like two 20 years almost 20 years and this poor bastard gets found out by like interpol and like whoever the heck was looking for him i imagine it was like spanish or sicilian police um they found him on a google image like on the google map streets he was under a fake alias, so his name is – I'm not even going to be able to say this right. Uh, Nick Gio, Giacchino Gamino, age 61, in Galapagar, Spain, um, was under the false name uh, Manuel as a uh, restaurant owner and street vendor. And the truck picked him up doing a deal outside, and by a recognizable scar in his face, they figured out who it was. This man had said he hadn't contacted his family in nearly 10 years, and he did everything right, and they still found him. That's dude. That's incredibly bad luck, dude. There's that's no other insane. way to describe it. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. You can. He did everything right. Imagine the sacrifice of not talking to your family for ten years just so a Google truck that looks like it's got a tumor on the top of it takes a picture of you and you get caught by the police. That is. This is awful. I mean, this is awful. don't feel too bad for him because you. I don't think you mentioned this, but he is a convicted murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't feel like, oh, that sucks. I mean, he did murder someone, at he least is, one person. I mean, he escaped prison, so it's not like oh, yeah, it's escape prison. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like it's Big Bird from Sesame Street. Okay, this guy is a convicted felon. But like, damn, <laughs> you know, like, that's that's the so- craziest part, though. He hasn't contacted his family in ten years. That's how ten much ten years, dude. I mean. I, got, like, I hope this guy never buys a lottery. Well, now he's not going to be able to, but <laughs> don't buy a lottery ticket. Oh my God, dude. Just awful luck. I mean, that's, I mean, you murder people. So I like, go back to jail or whatever, but 61 years old, Nick, 61 wonder, years old. I wonder what happens to his business and anything. I'm sure it's just handed off or probably auctioned like by the bank or whoever he had a loan through. I don't know how you, he was able to make that happen, but <sighs> wild, absolutely wild stuff. Um, 
I don't even know what else to say that. I'm absolutely dumbfounded. He escaped Rome prison in 2002, 20 years on the mover. In 2022, they just found him. Uh, this is, I mean, this is, what a story. I there's, mean, there's nothing. <laughs> Dude, I mean, <laughs> just imagine you're another country. You've been another country for 20 years, but you just got this one little scar on your face, you know, like one little scar. Wait, wait, wait hold on, hold on. You know, I don't feel bad for now. I'm thinking about this, dude. He's a moron. If he's got that big of a scar, why don't you cover it or something? You had 20 years to do something to it. Well, no, this is the part that blows my mind too, Nick. If you look at the image, right? So like this is on BBC. This is on CNN. I got BBC up because I like BBC. Um, You can see the image for yourself. I don't see any distinguishable marks. Well, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't I'm, know. The one I see is all blurred. So you can't really, their faces are blurred. Cause when, yeah, that's, when it's, that's on, what it's supposed to be though, right? Yes, when it's on Google like Maps, that your face is blurred. So what I'm guessing is somehow since the Interpol is a government agency, whatever, they got the non-blurred pictures, and they're like, "Hey, like, look at this." Yeah, but do you have to request that, or do they, is that pure happenstance? Like, I don't care how it happened, but that is the wildest shit luck ever. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like from what I was reading, I don't know if you saw this. It sounds like they were already starting to get him in his case. I they had they an had idea a, where he was. I think yeah, they had an idea had... where he was, so they used that, and they must have been like, hey, give us all the photos when you go around. Undoctored. Yeah, undoctored yep. picks, undoctored. And then, yeah. Wow. It's unlucky of that. But still, but go back to the scar, Fred. If you had, like, a big scar, wouldn't you do something about it? He did yeah, everything else, right? He didn't contact his family for 10 years. Imagine you have, like, a big scar on the side of your face, and you're just like, oh, what? no one's got to know it's me. Well, I'm sure he dodged, like, seven different countries, Nick. I'm sure he thought he was in the clear. I mean, he still almost was. If this truck isn't rolling down the road at the exact moment he's outside, we're not having this conversation. I mean, it's it's nuts. It's I mean, nuts. That, that is true. That is true, so, but I don't, I don't know, know, dude. It's just crazy, guys. If you're going to commit murder and break out of jail... Do some constructive surgery. I can't imagine he had money, Nick. If he's got to open this little crap shop, it's not like he's in a, held up in a mansion somewhere or underground. You know, I mean, I don't think he had a ton of money. It doesn't I feel matter. Like he might have got some money. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You know, but you get, get your face done. Put some makeup on or something. Hide that shit. Anything. What are anything. you doing? What are you doing? All right. Before we get into Nick's fun fact and really turn this episode around, because I, I need to, I need to bring it down a little bit. Nick, we got polls. From uh, last week, I put a few up we didn't actually talk about just to see what the audience was vibing with. Oh, okay, vibing with. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and lay those out. Uh, got some good ones, guys, and we're up in those numbers, so I'm glad to see that we're getting some participation online. Uh, at full circle podcast on Instagram, guys, for all those vote uh, um, polls. I know I've been kind of flexible on getting them out sometimes Sunday, sometimes Thursday. You know, I'm all over the place, whatever. Uh, first one, um, cause of Leanne, uh, we had Leanne as a guest last week and it, she's Italian and it hurts. Um, <laughs> did you guys, do you guys think eating ravioli during the holidays is the most Italian thing ever? Yes, I agree. There's I not, it's vote. not, it's not even a real vote. It's a yes. It absolutely is the most Italian thing ever. Everybody agreed guys. 36. Yes. 12. No, you, you saw it. You saw it. You saw it. You let it know. What's more Italian than that? Are they saying there's something more Italian than that? Are they saying like, yeah, nah. the twelve that said no. Are you guys saying that there's something more Italian? Or are you saying that that's like you? Like, is there a story there? I'm very, I'm very curious. We need to know. Um, yeah, just ravioli. No, we Nick. We talked about this hams, turkeys, taters. You know what to do. I could go um, for a nice cheese ravioli. And I'm just saying. I do love cheese ravioli. Though. I'm just, I'm just not doing it during the holidays though. It gets me bloated. I usually stain a white shirt if I'm wearing it, like my Cowboys Thanksgiving shirt jersey. I'm not gonna wear that and get ravioli. On. All right, um, seven fishes dinner on Christmas Eve, guys. Never heard of this tradition. I want to know if you guys have seven fish, uh, fishes, uh, Christmas dinner. Um, I guess very heavily Italian Catholic, uh, history. Uh, eighteen yes, thirty-two no. So I'm not the only one who hasn't heard about that. Um, but yeah, sounds tasty and I want to be a part of it. Plain and simple. I mean, if it's food, you just want to be there. We know that. You know how it do, Nick. I, I don't want to cook and it sounds tasty. Like you said, I can go for some fish, whatever, macaroni, whatever. Salmon. Um, mm. Oh, I love salmon. Oh God. Salmon. Dude, salmon's right. the best food. We might have to, have we done a fish ranking? No, we, next episode. Can we write this down ranking. somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, next Put episode. That down. Put fish that down. ranking. We can do the little fish ranking because I, I eat a lot of fish, actually. I'm, I'm very excited about that. All right. So moving on. Um, I don't shit. eat many fish, actually. Oh, Spider-Man, an guys. Spider-Man. I went and saw Spider-Man. I said it. No Way Home. Tom Holland. Other people. Is it the best Marvel movie? That's quite a high standard to set. 
Doesn't matter, guys. 24 yes, 2 no. 2 no. This was an onslaught. Everybody who saw it loved it. Glad to see it. It was a great movie. Highly recommend. If you are a fan of Spider-Man, if you've been watching Spider-Man, get on it. This is the best one yet. I voted um, no. Nick's a scrub. Uh, guys, most Only important poll of all. Okay. Um, shout out to my boy, Josh McGill. He doesn't mind me mentioning his name on here and being associated with us scrubs. But he was talking about his obsession with Swedish Fish the other day. I guess he got the two-pound bag from Target. And had me thinking, if I'm getting a two-pound bag of anything from Target, it's going to be Sour Patch Kids. So I did the poll. I wanted to hear what the people had to say. Sour Patch Kids versus Swedish Fish. Guys, can I get a blowout alarm? Do I have anything to do as like an alarm, like a blowout? I guess we could do the drums. I mean, I do have an air horn in my room. Can you give me – yeah, can you do that? Can you blow that real quick? I know it's going to piss off your family. Can I get a quick blow? No, I don't think so. You're not going to do it? Hang on. I have an app. It's very loud. They I don't actually do completely it. I forgot I had it. On, I, I stole it from like a construction site in college. It's been sitting in my room a really long you time. You stole an air horn from a construction site in college and never brought that up on the show? Well, you know, so back in the day when I lived off campus, they were building a new dorm. And of course, whenever we got drunk, we'd go walk in there and like climb to the top and sit on top. And then one time I'm walking up the stairs and there's just an air horn sitting there. So... It became my air horn. I don't know. It just suddenly became Nick's air horn, guys. I can still see it's got... Yeah, just exactly like that. It's still got duct tape on it. It's just it's a DJ. I don't know why I have it, because... I should... I don't know. Air horns are the tits, guys. If you don't, if you don't hear that in a club and get hype, then there's something wrong with you and you need to see a therapist. Um, but yeah, back at it again. 40 Sour Patch Kids, only 8 Swedish Fish. It's a blowout. It's a blowout. Um, yeah, no, that's all there is to it. Uh, I mean, Sour Patch Kids going to win every time. I uh, didn't specify watermelon. I didn't specify big or the extra sours, whatever. Sour Patch Kids wins every time. If your tongue isn't bleeding, you didn't do it right. Um, that's that. That's a pose this week. Nick, you got a uh, fun fact for us there, bro? What do you got this week? What are you feeling? Bro, all right. Yeah, I got a good one. There's only one problem. It might not be a fact, all right? Right? I don't know. So I'm though. I'm I thought this it. was a fact. Now I'm not sure if it's a fact doing more research, but it's still really cool no matter what. So possibly the oldest pair of Levi jeans that are still in existence were made in about 1879. 1879? Yes, and the company Levi actually owns them and they keep them in a fireproof safe. And they were actually worn before. Interesting. They, they think they were made in about 1879. So that's kind of crazy, right? Like, how are the jeans from that long still existing? Well, guess what? What inspired me to do this was I saw this post on Reddit. And there's this guy named Brent Underwood. And this dude apparently is like, his, he's de- he has a YouTube channel. And he's like dedicated to a, a store, uh, restoring ghost towns. Like he bought a literal ghost town and he like lives in it. His, his YouTube channel is called ghost town living. And he just has a random ghost town out in the old West and he just owns it. And he's trying to make it like uh, an amusement park. Think, no wants to come. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> so obviously there's lots of old abandoned mines out there. So this guy was out there. This was a couple years ago. He was in the uh, Sarah Gordo, a California silver mine that was last. It was mostly active in the 1870s. They don't really use it anymore. He was down in the mine, like hundreds of feet. And he found this old pair of Levi jeans next to an old dynamite box and a glove. And these, these jeans dude are from like, they might, might be older than the pair of jeans the Levi own. The Levi has, but they are Levi, like clearly labeled they're, Levi jeans. So yeah, they're they're in pretty rough shape. Not shape, not surprising because they're found in the bottom of a mine. But you can clearly see like the tags, and you can clearly see the buttons with like the Levi sign on them. And they might be worth like a hundred thousand dollars. Oh snap! That's a decent. That's a decent payoff there. But is that not insane to think about? Like, there's just like clothes out there that are like 150 years old. I that think, are like still. I think like, when looking at the one you're talking about, like it still has the color and everything. Like, yeah, it's tattered, not but yeah. I mean, not even, dude. How about listen to this, right? Because I guess I didn't know this. Did you know this, Fred? Like denim collecting is a thing. People I collect not, old denim. Not at all. 
Never yes, knew that was, that was like, what I found pieces from of it, like pieces of fabric or actual no, like oh, an old denim shirt or an old denim like stuff, like clothes, like jeans. Like, the, like this one dude in this article that I was reading, he let me see if I can find this article real quick. This dude, First of all, owned- yo, so, hang on, I gotta put a disclaimer out there. If you guys happen to live near an old mine, you should be going down that by yourself. I don't know what the hell that was about. Like, that's dangerous I mean, as it's all hell. I don't, that, can we talk about that for a second? All right, so this dude owns a ghost town, Fred, all right? I don't think he's the most normal, sane person. <laughs> he owns true. a ghost town that he's trying to make, like, a resort <laughs> that no one wants to go to because it's a ghost town. Okay. All right? But, yeah, so there, there's this vintage collector, all right, that I was talking about. And he he used, he used owns um uh, an old pair of Levi jeans from the 80s that Steve Jobs wore. Oh, snap. When he, when he first founded Apple. And it's That's just weird. Wild. Like, is that not weird? That's an awkward collection, but what a story. You know what I mean? You know how I love history. I know you love history. What a story. Can you imagine yeah, so being able to say that? Dude, that, yeah, that is kind of cool. I think that's why they collect them because, you know, there's a lot of history behind the pieces. Yeah. It's yeah, like, I mean, oh, you it's, see these like jeans art. I'm wearing? Yeah. Steve Jobs wore them when he found out Apple. That's just crazy. That's crazy. But the sad part is most people ain't wearing them, though. They're not like at them, you know, nice restaurant. And they're like, hey these jeans man <laughs> well yeah i don't think they should they're probably far apart especially like 100 years old big but, facts like what i'm about to say so here's a from this article about this dude who found them in the mine some other dude was in a different was in a different abandoned mine which i guess people love going to abandoned, abandoned mines. mines that's like a thing too and he found a triple pleated blouse that was made in 1874 whoa yeah, and that's probably worth like a ton of money. It's absolutely fascinating that fabrics hold because any bit of moisture denim, and dude. mold and stuff. Yeah, you think that denim, would get torn up? Denim's good. That's crazy. That's you know crazy. what that means? Uh oh. Take your jeans, get a good nice pair of denim jeans, make a story behind them, then keep them and give them to your great 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 grandchild. Yeah, be worth were money. you were you wearing jeans the day you'd walk down the highway? Um. I don't know. <laughs> you, should, you should double check and, uh, and frame I, I, those bubbles. I mean, just, I just, let me just say this, Fred. I don't really remember anything <laughs> about that night. So. I can, I'm going to have to ask around and find out. I'm going to have to ask around and yeah, find ask, out. ask around. You know what? I'm, now I'm thinking about it, though. I think they're like my favorite pair of black jeans, and I still do have them. They are. Uh, oh, they're Calvin Klein's, actually. Never mind. Damn, Calvin you Klein. expensive bougie boy. All right, all right, all right. And you know Guys, how I do, dude. Much like Nick's closet, this shit ain't free, okay? We gotta pay for this airspace. So, from our friends at COVID Sphere, guys, are you tired of COVID? Tired of the variant? Tired of the nonsense going on right now? All this, all this can't fly. We're going right back into retrograde. Millions of people dying and stuff. Like, no joke, guys. Get the COVID Sphere, okay? It's just like those soccer bubbles that you see everyone running around, and except it's super, you know, nanotechnology. We don't, we don't support anything. that's not nanotechnology around here. Nanotechnology, guys, get in the bubble. You get to go out and do anything you want. You can be on the plane. I mean, people around you aren't going to like it, but we don't care, right? So get in your COVID sphere and live your life, guys. Ninety nine, ninety nine, only eighteen payments on Amazon. You can get it sent to your house right now. Self inflates upon opening, so make sure you have an open space. It says it right on the bag. Read the label, but get the COVID sphere and get back your life, guys. Twenty twenty two technology's real. Support those who support full circle. What's up <laughs> now, Fred? Say I was a person who was active and wanted to play a sport. Could I yeah, use a COVID sphere to do that? Yeah, you want to play ping pong? Do it in the COVID sphere. Do it in the COVID sphere. I mean, you're not going to do well, but you can still play. Wow, know? that is great for a person like me. Trying to play basketball, Nick? Yes. It's going to be real hard to shoot the basketball into the basket, but you got a COVID sphere, man. You can go out and do basketball. Mm, I'd help me box out, I'll tell you what. Yeah, absolutely. No, guaranteed. I mean, there's upstairs, downs, but guys, that's life. Okay, COVID sphere. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Today. <laughs> that's that's their motto, Nick. COVID sphere. There's upstairs, downs, figure it out. COVID sphere. <laughs> Today. Today. <Boom. laughs> All I can ever think about when we say that shit is uh, empire. Empire today. That's literally where I get it from. (laughs) I can't think of of the damn phone number right now, but call eight seven seven. I don't know. Empire cash now. Don't come at me with that. JG Empire today. That's that's commercial. Fred. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, it's not important. We'll get. We'll get by it. It's bothering me, but whatever. Call Empire today. I can't. Whatever. All right. Guys, I'm gonna let Nick tell the story. Today, this is nuts. More importantly, okay, other than 
Speaking of COVID. Speaking of Novak Djokovic. Speaking of world tennis. Who said that? Guys, Novak Djokovic. Novaks. Is being kicked out of Australia. Nick, why? Why, Nick? Yeah, so I actually am not completely updated. Did he actually get kicked out finally? Yeah. So I don't know if you knew this, but his team, like his tennis team, his supporters, put Ooh. in for the put in for the talk about bad luck. This goes back to the wrong visa. I don't know if they're using this as red tape because I, I don't know if you guys know this, but Novak Djokovic refuses to get the vaccine. He's living his best life, whatever. But the World Tennis Association and whoever's hosting this Australian Open or whatever says that you have to have it to get in the country. Well, I think it might be a national mandate too. They're saying you have to have the vaccine. He doesn't. He flew into Australia. There, I've heard multiple reports that it was about a visa issue. And they're using that as like the escape goat essentially, as opposed to telling him he has to be mandated. So they're like, yeah, we're going to use this visa as an issue. You, your team applied for the wrong visa. You need to leave by today. So he has to be out by midnight tonight. Yeah. So essentially the, for the tennis association, you are not allowed to play on the tournaments unless you're vaccinated for Djokovic. And they said they did it for other players, but they haven't named them. So I don't know who it is. They gave him a special exemption that he can play in a tournament, even though he's not vaccinated. Now, Australia has very, as Fred said, they have very strict COVID mandates. And you can't really even come in the country if you don't have a vaccination. Unless you get like a... Some kind of documents, yeah. Some kind of paperwork. He was was basically applying for a medical exemption. That's what he got from the Tennis Association. So he he, uh, used that to get into Australia. And, but Australia said, heck no. Well, there's a couple of different visas. Like, no. And if you applied for the right visa, medical exemption is an okay reason to not have the vaccination with that visa. But the visa he got, you, you can't do any medical exemption. So he got treated like everyone else and got told to kick rocks. Damn. And I didn't he know going detail, home. You are right. That is crazy. But he's what? Know. World top three? Top three he's tennis player in the world? He, is he, he number, number one? one? He might be. He probably is. the. He might be the best tennis player ever. He's tied for the most majors. I was going to say, he's got a stupid amount of titles He right has now. 20. Him, Nadal, and Federer are all tied for the most majors. And they're all playing at the same time, which is insane. But yeah. But to put that in perspective on the world stage, and I don't mean to cut you off, Nick, for those who don't watch sports, but I'm sure you guys know of soccer or whatever. Like, this is literally telling, like, I, I, this, it sounds corny, but I have to say it. It's like telling Michael Jordan he can't play. It's like telling Tiger Woods, no, you can't be here. It's like telling, you know, I, I don't even know how else to explain, like, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi, no, you can't play today. Like, they're taking the number one dude in his sport and saying you can't play. I'm not saying I'm for this. I'm not saying I'm against this. I don't really care. But it's just why, if you're a tennis fan, I could imagine the people who bought tickets to see him and they're like, you know what I mean? Like it goes both ways. I'm sure the players are like, yeah, he's not vaccinated. I don't want to play again. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of moving parts here. Oh yeah. I mean, Hey, I think it's good because they're treating him like every other player. You know what I mean? They're not, cause there was another guy from India who qualified for the Australian open. He, he's not anti-vax. It just, he's, he lives in India and it's kind of hard to get the vaccine. So he hadn't, he hadn't been able to get it. And he was, he was denied to being allowed to join the tournament. And Djokovic has the same ish, uh, situation to him, but they let him join the tournament because he's number one best. So it's yeah, kind of nice, nice that, you know, he's getting treated just like the other guy. Yeah, keep it level across the board. Uh, like you said, I have no no dog in this fight. You guys know more of an NFL man, and that leads us into our next one, Nick. And I have to get into this. This is nuts. Um, Antonio Brown, guys, everybody knows the story. Uh, there's a lot of weird takes on this. It's uh, TikTok big right now, and I actually want to have a little bit of conversation. That's why I'm jumping. But Antonio Brown plays for the Bucks. currently, used to be a big, uh, a big player for the Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, had his crazy stint with the Raiders where he just kind of like jogged some memories. He like literally said he wanted his own helmet that he wasn't wearing what the team had Um, basically told the coaches to F off. And then he got in the middle of like a, I want to say a sexual assault scandal. Um, And then it just kind of dissipated. We we go about another season or close to it. And he's on the bucks with uh, Tom Brady becomes close with Tom Brady guys. There's a lot of moving parts on this as well that I think need to be mentioned and it's nuts. So Nick, I'll let you open and then I'll tell you what I don't, if you haven't heard these, I want to explain it to you, but I'll let you open with it. What What's going on with Brown? What happened? Well, so this past weekend, for those of you who don't watch football in the middle of a game. So I'm, 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 so what happened in the middle of the game is Antonio Brown got upset for some reason and he took off his uniform. He took off his shoulder pads and then started taking off his undershirt and shirt gloves, threw them up into the crowd and then walked off the field They were playing the Jets. He's in New York. He's not even on his home field. And he's just like, yup, here's all my shit. I'm out. So he quit. Basically, he quit in the middle of a game. 
Third quarter with playoff implications. Wild. Yeah. Wild. So immediately they interview, uh, I think it's Arians. Bruce Arians is the yes. coach for the Buccaneers. And he admitted immediately states that D'Antonio Brown is no longer a Buck. Um, wild, wild stuff. Guys, this is the craziest thing for me, okay? And this, I have to say this, Nick. I want your thoughts. He was a literally like, I can't, I got, I got, I might have to look this up, but he was about one quarter, if that, in a mild performance from getting a million dollar bonus. There was three stipulations that he had to hit by the end of that game. And if he hit him, it was like 333,000 per bonus. And he would have totaled a million dollars. It was essentially guys, a million dollar outburst outburst by Antonio Brown. Now, granted to him, that might not mean much, but to us, that's crazy, right? Well, dude, you, yeah. You know what does mean a lot to him? You know why? So remember earlier this year where he got in trouble because he had a fake vaccine card? Right, right. Do you know how that got leaked? No. It's because he wouldn't pay his personal chef 500 bucks that he owed him. Oh, wow. So you think you think he's going to be stingy about paying 500 bucks? I think he needs that million dollars then. Like, what Hands is down. that? Hands down. It's it's just crazy. But here's I got the tweet. Okay, so this is from um, SpotRack. There's multiple uh, verified Twitters that put this out. But I just want to put this in perspective. Um, Antonio Brown needed eight more catches to unlock a $333,000 bonus. He also needed 55 receiving yards to unlock a $330,000 bonus and just one receiving touchdown to unlock a $333,000 bonus. It was basically a million dollar outburst. Those are very achievable numbers with, he, he didn't leave with like a minute to go guys. He left with a whole 15, well, 15 minute quarter to go. You know, he has this week too, that he would have had this week to do those numbers as well. Which is even more insane when you really think about it. And yeah. the the, sto- the stories, Nick, coming out are freaking weird. They're like, he, he said he was hurt. Bruce Arians said, no, you're not. Get on the field. He's like, I'm not playing. Yanks off his stuff and leaves. So I heard that, that he said he was know. hurt. And he didn't, because he did actually, he was injured earlier in the season for an ankle injury. And he didn't want, he, he said he felt hurt and he didn't want to come on and do it. So, and they were telling him, no, you're fine. Because the trainers are all telling me, fine, get on the field. And he got mad, did an outburst. And then he did a little jumping jacks and went a little crazy on his walkout on his ankle. And he looked perfectly fine. I saw no limp. Did you see a limp, Fred? I saw I saw nothing, guys. Footage is everywhere. Just look it up. Antonio Brown outbursted. The whole sports world saw him out because it, it's literally nuts. It makes no sense. It cost him a million dollars. He didn't match anything that he said. He didn't look hurt, even though he said he was hurt. It was during playoff implicated games. This is like big moments for these guys' careers. Uh, Mike Evans, a big wide receiver for Tampa Bay, and Tom Brady were trying to calm him down. Didn't work. I mean, it's wild. It's a wild, weird thing. And I got to say this, Nick, too. A lot of people don't know about this. Guys, we don't, I'm not, I'm not a, like a voice advocate for the NFL and you can go make your own assumptions, but there was a game back when Antonio Brown played for the Steelers that they played the Browns and Antonio Brown's head got almost jerked at like 85 degrees and he got knocked out cold and people are really lining up his behavior with that hit. Antonio Brown has never been who he was prior to that hit since that situation. And people are saying it could be early signs CTE that he really messed up his head on that hit. And this is why the NFL needs to get continue to get safer. But Antonio Brown was literally an upstanding NFL player with record-breaking NFL player going into that hit back when he played for the Steelers. And now he's doing stuff like this. So very interesting link in that conversation that has to be investigated. I think there's, I think there's something to that, dude. Like, yeah, wasn't that at the end of his Steelers career when that happened? And it's brutal, Nick. Like he went up for a ball, his limp body. I mean, he comes down like three feet on his, like uh, not like on his square on his back, but just limp, like literally dead body limp. And it, he's never been the same since, and it's crazy. So I I do absolutely think it's linked based on that information. And if you go watch all these other players with CTE. They definitely got banged around pretty bad in their career. And that was early NFL where they didn't have as much safety. So very interesting conversation. Very interesting look in the uh, inside the NFL. Also, quick note, Rip John Madden. John Madden uh, passed away. Yep. Iconic NFL uh, coach, player. Not much to say there. But, um, Nick, I got one more topic. We'll get into our picks. We'll get songs of the week. We'll get out of here. Uh, the Washington football team, the Redskins, <laughs> are officially renaming themselves after, like, what three years three four years now like yeah like um, two two years yeah two years february 2nd we're gonna know what the washington team is leak has it that they could be the washington like commanders or commodores oh i like that 
kind of like it as well. They, they already put out like a, a teaser for their jersey on their official like social media pages, and it looks like the normal Redskins jersey, like that maroon, like dark maroon color, but it's got like gold stars in this, uh, like a, a basic gold stripe in the sleeves, and then like gold star. Uh, accents throughout, like actual patched, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Embroidered stars, not like graphic stars. And it's clean. And I'm excited to see it, honestly. I'm glad they took their time on this. I know we've been ripping. I, you know, I'm the first one to rip into the Washington football team in the same division as my Cowboys. Um, but, I, you know, they waited to make sure that it was going to fit. I'm sure they did testing on this. But I'm excited. I'm actually kind of excited to see it. So you were very adamant about you will always call them the redskins forever i'm not calling them the washington football team you're always calling the redskins this is true once once they finally get a new name you're not going to call them the redskins you're going to call them their new name right i'm gonna i'm gonna eat my words a little bit and i'll tell you why i really didn't think they were going to actually change it to another name because they said they were going to do the washington football team temporarily and they made everybody think that that was going to be for like the remember they did that in the, the middle of the season. So yeah. like, everyone's like, Oh, they, like in a couple months, they'll change it. Right. It was a year and a half later, maybe more. They're just changing. I never thought they were going to change it. I really thought they're going to stay the Washington football team. They already, cause they already have it branded. You know what I mean? Like they already have stuff out there that's like that. So I, I don't know. I really didn't think they were actually going to change it, but yes, I will entertain whatever they come out with if it's decent, but it's just hard for me, man. You know, it's, it's, the, it's the Redskins, but I guess it's just like a team relocating. Like, you know what I mean? Like that it's the Oilers aren't the Oilers yeah. anymore. They're I was going to say, I mean, you, you obviously are going to call them a new name. It sounds like you, you yeah. doesn't really matter, but if for some reason, I didn't think you were, but for some reason you made a big fuss about, it, I was going to be like, then why do you call the Tennessee Titans the Titans? They were originally right. the Oilers. The Oilers you know, yeah. a, for, I don't know. I don't think anyone really cares anymore, but yeah, just, I just, I want to make I'm it clear that curious. that's why I was so up in arms about it. I, I, well, I guess I didn't do a good job of explaining that. No, I get that. Real. But I just was curious that like, you're gonna call like if they, for as long as they were gonna let me put it that way for as long as they were gonna stay the washington football team that generic bs i was gonna call them the redskins that's the best I way mean, i can put it i don't blame you on that because of that that was horrible the washington but, football team you had to call them. Right, right, right. but nick i got a better idea what <laughs> it's the most genius shower thought i've ever had i wasn't showering there was another way i got to this but we're not going to discuss that right do now. you shower i do occasionally nick the washington James Earl Jones is. Do you know who James Earl Jones is? Yes, I don't live under a rock. Okay. Tell me you wouldn't get submerged into a football experience where every announcement is James Earl Jones' voice, who, guys, if you don't know, voiced Darth Vader. Can you imagine going seeing a football game and everything is in Darth Vader voice? I mean, that's, that's you know, he's not, like, that's not how he always talks, Darth Vader. Like, <laughs> No, no, no. You're limiting oh. that, but just, the, just, the, just, just the, you know, the oh. raspiness and the seriousness. You know, that's another Washington James Earl <laughs> Jones first down. You know what I mean? Like something that like would that. be cool. That would be cool. I mean, did you <laughs> see his hype video he did for Michigan? Who are you talking about? James Earl Jones did a hype that video hype for, for Michigan, Michigan? No. for the University of Michigan before their game where they got flattened. Yo, rip Michigan, rip Cincy, right? <laughs> God, Michigan got yeah. flattened, but they had Gene Earl Jones be part of their hype video. I had no idea. I got to find that. That's amazing. I had no clue he was a Michigan I, fan. Yeah, look it up. Right, Google it. Look up James Earl Jones, Michigan football hype video. It was awesome. The James Earl Joneses, guys. Uh, there's no other way to talk about that, man. That's I, I'm hype. It, it, make your team all black like the Raiders. Make your your helmets look like Darth Vader and just be the James Earl Joneses. James Earl Jones, period. Um, That's that. Nick, we are tied in NFL picks. I'm going to let you run with this. Go ahead and get into this, and then we'll make our picks for this week. But it's a big deal. We're getting into it. Yeah, guys. Me and Fred, we didn't pick last week, so we stayed tied going into the final week of the regular season in the NFL picks. We are both 30 and 18. So, last week, we had Leanna on the show. When we're talking about the NFL, she predicted that Jonathan Taylor would score the first touchdown in the Colts game. And he did not score a touchdown at all, at all in the game. So if you guys bet on that, we are sorry. You lost. Uh, we will yep. send you Leanna's Venmo. You can charge it. Yeah, guys, send her a request for some money. She'll give it to you. Um, yeah, that was. I, I even had me hype because Jonathan, but they don't use him properly. And now Carson, I'm not getting to that. Nick, but, three games yep. this week. Um, we're going to talk about this a little bit cause we're going to have no choice, but we'll explain in a minute. Nick chiefs, Broncos Saturday, who you got? I got the chiefs. I have the chiefs as well. Mahomes versus the crap Broncos. You can't even, t- I think drew lock is their starter right now. No, they're, they're garbage. No. They're not even in the playoff hunt. They're done. No, no, they're done. Cowboys Eagles, Nick. 
got the Cowboys. I, I I can't can't pick the Eagles, dude. I hate the Eagles. It's a oh. divisional game. I'm I'm criminal if I choose the Eagles. I think this is the only game that I'm actually looking at that I could go the other way because Jalen Hurts has been on a tear. The Eagles actually look decent, but I think the Cowboys, if they play right, will will win. And then, did, Nick, did you even hear about the implications to the Chargers-Raiders game? Yeah, uh, the Chargers have to win. Whoever wins is in the playoffs. If the Chargers lose, they're out. If the Raiders lose, they're most likely out. What's crazy, though, is there's a stipulation. If the Broncos somehow beat the Chiefs in some fashion, then technically if the Chargers and Raiders tie or find a way to mutually tie, both teams make playoffs. <laughs> if the Broncos beat the Chiefs? I think there was it was something on a TikTok. I'd have to double check that. You guys might have to look it up on your own. I'm sorry I didn't do more homework on this. But I saw a TikTok that literally said this could be the first time if they ever, like literally if the Raiders and Chargers just like played for a certain amount of time, got a certain amount of points, and then let each other score, if the Broncos, it, like, they will know because they play Sunday. So the Broncos Chiefs, I think it's if the Broncos win, because the Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers are all in the same division, right? So if the Broncos win, then the Chargers and Raiders are at a dead tie. If they actually tie in their game, both teams would qualify for playoffs. It would be the first time in NFL history that you might so, see an intentional so Fred, tie. I um, I, I don't know if you ever use 538. But I don't. What is that? Uh, it's like an interactive thing. So you can look up 538 playoff odds, and it will it will show you all the games and the percentages that, um, that each team has to make the playoffs. And then – you can click on the games and click who wins and loses, so you know what the odds would be if that happened. Okay. So right now, I just clicked Chiefs lose to the Broncos, and then they tie, and then Chargers Raiders tie. If that happens, the Chargers are in, and the Raiders have a thirteen percent chance to lose it. So if the Colts lose, oh, it was the Colts. It's if the, the Colts. Colts lose, and then not the Broncos. It's the Colts game is the what changes. Yeah, everything. it, do, it doesn't matter with the Chiefs game. Correct. What was? Do you have that? What, if the Colts lose, if how the does Colts that play lose out? and the Raiders and Chargers tie, they both make it, and the Colts don't make it. That's crazy. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? They play at the same time, though. No, they play later. They play so afterwards. If, if, they play afterwards. If the Colts lose, so lose. the Colts play at one p.m. on Sunday. If the Colts lose, the Chargers and Raiders can just be like, "All right, let's tie it out." They we just both take go knees. On. Yeah, just like take no, they knees. Could. Or, yeah, they they find a way to like rig that game. This could be whoa. Yeah, this big implications. Wait, wait, now, wait. Get, this could be fixing. It could be. You know what else is crazy? And I'm going to throw this out there. Carson Wentz is already out for the game. They're already saying he's not playing on Sunday, which changes everything, I think. Ooh, yo, what well, they're playing the Jaguars, though, dude. Yeah, that's the trick, though. That's dude, the trick. you're playing literally the dumpster yeah. fire. But yeah. back to the NFL picks, Red, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. We're tied on the last week. We just had three games, and we just picked all the same games. So you know what we have to do? We have to find a game right now where we have different picks. We have to find a game because I can't do it with these three. I was saying that before the show. I'm saying it right now. I can't change my mind on these on these particular games. It's too lopsided. Who do the Titans play? Titans, Titans play uh, the Texans. Oh, no, I'm not taking Hey, Fred, let's go through the games real quick. Washington yeah, Giants. Who you, oh, Washington at the Giants. Who do you got? I got Washington. There's no way you're taking the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Bengals at the Browns. I got the Bengals. Bengals, yeah. Oh, no, this is a good one. This is actually a good one. Steelers, Ravens. Who you got? Ravens. I got Steelers. Really? I, do you know? I, don't, I don't know if Lamar Jackson play. I got Steelers. Yep, let's do it. I don't know Boom. if Lamar Jackson playing. I, I think Huntley with Ravens. They, they lost to somebody nasty by only like three points. Who did they All play? All right, we're doing it, Fred. Steelers, the Ravens. Steelers, Steelers, Ravens. You Steelers, got, Ravens. you got Ravens for a regular season. Yeah, I got Ravens. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. All right. There's, is there is there another game you're more comfortable with? I'm comfortable. No, there's not another other game that we're gonna look at all yeah, the games. They're all trash. yeah, you're right. They're garbage. Yeah. Damn. That's yeah. That's the only one I do. I do think the Ravens will be. I'm never. Picked, I'm never gonna pick the Steelers. You know that. They're gonna win. Although, shout out Big Ben in his final game. Actually, it was actually kind of emotional watch that he's been a quarterback there since I can, as long as I can remember. So that was. It ain't going to be a final game because they're going to beat the Ravens and make it. Allegedly. Allegedly. But that's our tiebreaker for the regular season. Leanna, you were wrong. Jonathan Taylor didn't even score at all. Scummy pick. Uh, Nick, what's your song of the week? Let's get out of here. We're getting late. What what, what do you got? Uh, My song of the week is Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison. Baby, can't you see Pretty Pretty Woman? Woman? Walking down the street. Roy Orbison. 
I didn't know that. Okay. Roy Orbison. Guys, I'm not even going to give you any context on this. If you're looking for a wild song, that's it. Wild song. It's called Keep Riding Me by You're Pretty. That's all I have to oh say. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I made Nick uh, listen to it. So don't, like, play, hey, my uh, don't do it in front of your family. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I, it's a wild song. Like eight asterisks after the wild. Okay. But that's my song of the week. Uh, we'll get the polls up. I'll try to do it this weekend. I don't think I have anything going on. Um, so I'll aim for Sunday at full that circle podcast guys go like us on Facebook. You know where we're at. We appreciate you. We love you. Happy new year. And, uh, we'll get back into it next week. Happy new years. Peace. Don't drink soda. Thank you like for listening to this episode of full circle with Nick and Fred. Be sure to check. I'm not, I'm not dealing with you interrupting my outros anymore. What? I'm not dealing with it. Pull your outro, Fred. Yeah, you better watch the tone. Thank you for listening you to this episode of Full Circle with You're Nick unreal. and Fred. Be sure to check out our sponsors and follow us on Instagram at full.circlepodcast for polls and updates. I got a freaking poll. Should I fire Nick? Let's let's, let's find out. Let's find out. Yo, dude. You're so Off funny. Oh, my payroll. goodness. Oh, my goodness, dude.